Well, hello, hello, everybody. Todd McDougall here from Winnipeg Alternative Media. Welcome to another wonderful edition of The Prairie Truth. We have a excellent, excellent, excellent guest with uh, with us here this evening. Uh, the absolute perfect way to start off the new year, this being, of course, the uh, the first interview for me uh, in the new year. Um, a man that really should need no introduction here on a platform that he helped begin <laughs> with me way back in 2013, that being Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media. We have a whole heck of a lot to get into, uh, topics ranging everywhere from, I'm sure, current day news and, oh, I'm sure we'll touch on maybe what's happening with the Epstein client list and all the way into maybe even some stuff on ancient mysteries and such. So anyhow, let's um, let's get a move on, everybody. Share this one out. You don't want to miss this. Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media is here, live from Mexico. Let's go. Welcome to Winnipeg Alternative Media, where uncensored truth matters. Our mission is information freedom. You're watching Prairie Truth with Todd McDougall and Mike Jarrow. Check out our latest merch at wham.live slash shop. Help out our mission at wham.live slash donate. Join the resistance, stay informed, subscribe to our newsletter. Find everything. Winnipeg Alternative Media at WAM.Live. Live, uncut, unedited, when it matters. You are the tyranny immune system. Winnipeg Alternative Media presents Prairie Truth. All right, and just before we get into the thick of things, of course, we will make a quick little mention of our wonderful sponsor, of course, that I'm always wearing the hat of right there, that being Bulldog Demolition. If you want to support independent uh, media here, and you need any kind of demolition done, indoor, outdoor, outdoor, sorry, commercial, residential, well then, look no further then. Sometimes you got to knock it all down and start from scratch. When you do, call the experts at Bulldog Demolition. Here, boy! <laughs> They're up for the job commercial and residential they'll safely demo houses garages buildings driveways sidewalks and more including interior demolition concerned about mold or asbestos on your property consider it remediated some jobs you need to leave to the professionals call bulldog demolition all right and so without further ado let's bring them on right now mr sigurdsson how you doing man very good, Todd, and thank you for having me. You know, you're probably the only person I would ever agree to do a live stream with uh, after dark, and I'm happy to do it because, again, we're we're like coming in on uh, 11 years now um, with Wham, and you know, it's really interesting, Todd, because we literally started this journey uh, on the same day. So uh, it, it is definitely appropriate, as you mentioned earlier, um, yes. to start off the new year this way. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. Like, you know, the photo up on screen right there, everybody would be me and Josh. I think, is that the Bill C-51 rally? I'm pretty sure. 
I think so. That was a crazy event. That was about 10 years ago now. So it's kind of kind of crazy to look back at, at this a decade later. But hey, we've all uh, come a long way and we've all done some great stuff in the in the meantime. So it's absolutely. It's and you know a- what? We were trying to be pretty groundbreaking there as well, too, because it was very hard to do live streaming of an event, uh, you know, at that point in time. But we actually had one of our friends um, carrying around. I think what was it? Uh, was it a computer or something like that? Uh, running, running YouTube, uh, running YouTube live in a backpack that was then hooked up to a phone that he was then filming with, or something of that nature, or a digital camera. I can't remember which. Yeah, it was. he managed to make it last for like four hours. I was shocked, yeah. and we we got amazing footage out of that. We really did. Yeah, of course that's all gone now because both you and I, I'm pretty sure, are completely banned and censored off of YouTube, <laughs> yeah. which is which is wonderful. But yeah, that's an amazing photo right there. I'm actually wearing uh, wearing that shirt that you're wearing there, right there. And actually, I also want to mention this just as we're you know doing the whole quick little bit of uh, you know traveling back in time here. I, I'm also holding the DVD from our inaugural event, that oh, the, uh, the yeah the uh, fluoride free Winnipeg event when we did the fundraiser. This is March first. Even has the sticker still on it. March first, two thousand thirteen. Wow. Friday, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. at VP Nights, 1480 Pemina Highway. I forgot and that this, place existed. That's, that, place yeah, is, that's cool. that place is gone now. That place is gone now. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'll forget that night. Um, uh, I remember talking to, there's a bartender there who was trying to explain to me at this kind of health conscious event why everyone needs to eat MSG in order to be healthy. Because look at the Chinese, look how long they live. I remember hearing that going like that, that I don't think we should be promoting msg but oh uh, no and i really like their spring rolls as well too shoot <laughs> oh, man. oh man i should have known i should have known <laughs> yeah the owner of that place was kind of was kind of cool i was really sad that he closed it up because uh, yeah. i was really i was involved in helping running running events and then booking shows there but anyhow let's move on to far more exciting stuff than that mm-hmm. I mean, you know but really though shoot where do we begin should we begin with like uh, i don't know more current day stuff like well what's what's sort of like number one on your radar right now like you cover so much um you know talking about uh you know where uh where we've both gone in this journey as independent journalists i mean you um have certainly i would call you one of the more successful independent journalists around the entirety of the world uh without a doubt um i love how you're featured on like you know uh, infowars and on band uh, band tv band tv i mean that's just amazing stuff um gets you of course uh, great views worldwide and uh and the and you know the content you put out is is just astounding so shoot where should we begin well todd i mean with the amount of things going on in the world it's not easy to begin anywhere but um mm. I, I suppose, you know, the way that we're being sucked into this great reset right now um, is a good place to start because it kind of encapsulates everything that's happening in the news today. And that goes for, you know, from 50 minute cities and the climate hoax mm-hmm. to the eugenics experiments that are the injections mm-hmm. um, to, you know, making kids trans that that's a demoralization of society when an empire falls or going as far as maybe world war three economic collapse cbdc's i mean there's so many different things that are happening right now um i suppose a good place to start is how we're seeing basically that which was prophesized by the religion of globalism which is what the world economic forum is pushing technocracy um kind of encapsulating what we're seeing in the middle east right now um Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's one of the biggest contentious issues and you know i've always been very anti-war and i'm against you know, murdering and maiming people, as I hope most people are against. But, you know, it actually does surprise me on a daily basis how many people do support it, if they're fair weather or not. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the biggest issues we're witnessing right now is the conclusion of the downfall that will lead to a great reset. Because first, you need civilizational collapse. You need a destruction of an economy. You need sick people. You need them fighting each other. And what we're seeing in the Middle East is happening 
in a way that was scripted long ago. Um, if you look back at every world war, it was a reset to some degree. Uh, world War One was a reset in favor of, you know, the United Nations, then the League of Nations, uh, Israel and a few others and uh, helped, you know, bring upon the October Revolution in Russia, which led to communism. Um, world War Two led to the rise of the United Nations and Israel and, and the Soviet Union much more so, <laughs> you know, right at, during that time. Um, the United States government, FDR, was arming and funding uh, Vietnam, which they'd later fight against uh, a few decades later. Um, then we go into the 50s, Iranian coup, 1953. And I'm, I'm mentioning all this stuff because it comes to a conclusion to where we are standing right now. Absolutely. Um, and then we see all this chaos in the 60s that led to the arming of the Ba'athist Party in Iraq, which we later, later fought against. Um, then we have, of course, um, Henry Kissinger meeting with Mao Zedong in the early 70s to create an alliance with China and propping up China as a, a global superpower in a time when they were entering starvation. So that's a really important point to make now because, you know, we're fighting against China today, basically. But China... Yeah propped up by the U.S. and Canada and, and the U.K. in the first place. Um, and, and, you know, around that same period of time, um, Charles de Gaulle sent battleships to, um, to New York Harbor um, to demand gold to be repatriated, which the U.S. government did not have, which led to the fiat standard under Nixon. Uh, fast forward to the late 70s, you have the Trilateral Commission propping up China even more so, and, and they called for a global technocratic state. At the same time, they're arming the Mujahideen, the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and that goes into the 80s where we see a lot of uh, chaos ensue because of all this arming and funding and these, this chessboard that they were playing on. And around that time, we start seeing the rise of Hamas, which Israel was helping fund and arm in the first place as well, just like the U.S. was arming and funding ISIS and uh, later on. Um, Ukraine, of course, 2014, the coup there. So now we're seeing Russia versus Ukraine, two countries that the U United States government and the globalists helped propped up in the first place. Then you see, of course, earlier on, uh, Israel was pro-Russia and was telling Ukraine to stand down. Now Russia is anti-Israel. And at the same time, we have Iran getting involved, which the U.S. propped up. You have, of course, China versus Taiwan, two countries that the U.S. propped up. My yeah. goodness. You're witnessing the end of the U.S. and Canadian and the U.K. empire, the Western empire as we know it, all by the hand of those that the U.S. government and the West propped up in the first place. So now the petrodollar is done. Saudi Arabia that was propped up by the U.S. Um, as a petrodollar system in the 70s, they're leaving the U.S. dollar for the BRICS system in China and Russia. We're witnessing the topple of the dominoes that yeah. were created so long ago and all by design. Yeah. And so this will be the order or the chaos that they need to bring order into the Great Reset. And uh, as Klaus Schwab says himself, China is a role model for the Great Reset. Well, what's China? Uh, social credit, carbon credits, um, CBDCs. And what are they now bringing out in places like England? And I reported on the ground in Oxford, UK. Uh, of course, 15 minute cities, which are based on none other than the zero COVID policies of China. But instead of COVID, it is instead uh, the climate. So that destroying the resources they're destroying the supply chain, all in order to bring order out of chaos. So that is that kind of encapsulates everything. And they use the COVID stuff, obviously, as a litmus test. So that encapsulates the 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 uh, essentially the the dome that's being put over top of us like logan's run if anyone's ever read the book or watched the movie from the 70s it's basically that we're being imprisoned on our own planet and the only escape is withdrawal from the system that feeds off of us yeah and you've certainly taken many steps along that uh, direction as well too over the years um you know you're, you're still i'm sure heavily involved in um, in cryptocurrency um mm -hmm. 
and also, you know, the, the places that you choose to kind of go live and spend time as well, too. Like right now, you're coming live to us from Mexico. And, uh, you know, that's for specific reasons as well. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know you have, you know, kind of told me, uh, especially just uh, over the last few years since, uh, you know, the COVID craziness. Um, and, you know, and especially since, uh, you know, and Canada uh, was really a, a kind of a leader in a lot of that yeah. insanity. Um, and, of course, everybody knows myself got to experience that very much firsthand. Yeah. Um, and so you've mentioned that since uh, all, a lot of that happening, you know, you almost wanted to come back to Canada just to kind of experience, you know, well, the collapse of Canada and how insane it's gotten here. But I'm sure at the end of the day, you're very happy to be where you are and not here. Um, so, so you know, tell us about the right. steps that you've taken, you know, to kind of, um, well, practice what you preach. Well, I will say, Todd, that, you know, um, I, I went to Canada in January for a week. I had uh, some stuff I had to deal with. And um, actually, I'll, I'll explain how it's a really crazy situation. Um, my old landlord was storing all my stuff in Canada and he uh, he took the injection. He was diagnosed with terminal leukemia and a really crazy thing happened. He went and got medical assisted death and he he called uh, my father um, days before and said, hey, I'm going to be dead in a couple of days. I need you to come pick up the stuff or it's all going in a landfill. So uh, this guy got vaccine injured, then went the next step to do the next Trudeau move, which was it's, medical assisted death. It's like the quintessential Canadian story that is basically that, like <laughs> that is Canada right now. Like that's what, it, of course, they, they desire it to be entirely. That's amazing. Well, and you know, I did see something that really made me happy when I went to Canada, though, when I this was in January last year, which my goodness, like going to Winnipeg in January is a nice reminder of what I grew up with. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I was talking to people everywhere I went, every single person I talked to seemed to be awake about everything I had mentioned to them. They're just like something happened in the year since I left in 2018. When I, you know, at that time, it was after the Trudeau confrontation in 2017, it was, I was going after CFS, I was going after, you know, these def different uh, entities that were, you know, of course, trafficking children, I exposed yep. a lot of people, I exposed Greg Selinger and a lot of people. And the police were after me. I was getting bangs on my doors. I was getting bangs on my windows. I was getting followed. And, and I have many friends that witness these people following me. Absolute insanity. And I felt very, very much um, in a dark place at the time. I, I thought, you know, I, I can't even speak freely in Canada. I know this is only going to get worse. And I had communities that were freedom oriented in Las Vegas at the time. Uh, they've all left there because that went downhill as well. And I'll explain that in a moment. But um, at that time, I said, you know what? I got to move. I got to move. So I went to uh, Vegas and I was just surrounded by these like heroes of freedom fighters and, and independent media and, and truth tellers and so-called conspiracy theorists. So I don't like to use that term because it's a CIA term. Um, it, it is it is true. And, you know, I, I hung out with all these people and it just allowed me to expand in the way that I wanted to expand, not as far as an audience goes, but as far as being able to talk um, about these things with people that were more on my page. So um, that blew up. Then in 2020, um, I, I was it was March 16th of 2020. I was driving down the Las Vegas Strip and um, and it's funny because you have this Rebel News article or this Rebel News, uh, you know, uh, Menzies up there. Yeah, uh, which I just it wanted plays to put into, it up. Yeah, well, yeah, because, I yeah, I, I was, I was. You talking was, about how you were being hassled even like a decade ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, Canada, yeah, we, we haven't got any better with how we treat independent journalists. Well, and, and that's, it's crazy because this is all over the news. And this kind of also, it just kind of drives me crazy. I mean, this should be all over the news, but like. Yeah. 
In 2017, I was being beaten and grabbed by the throat and slammed to walls and to the floor just for asking Trudeau a question that the government didn't pre-write for me, which they demanded I do, and I did not, and that's what happened. And they had tased me the time before that, and they tackled me the time before that, and I'm like, all just for asking Trudeau a question. So it's like, it's funny to see this come up in the news, but mm -hmm. I'll digress to that in a moment. Um, when I was in Vegas, it was March 16th, 2020. I was driving down the Las Vegas Strip. They, one hour earlier, or laid off every casino employee, which is 250000 thousand people. Now I drove down the strip and I've never seen anything like it. It was ever, I was the only vehicle on the road. I have video on it. I documented it in a video a while back ago and they, every single person was gone. And the signs all said, go home. Now you're in danger. And I thought, well, this, I'm in a sci-fi movie. This is a new world order. I'm getting out of here. So within six hours, I was on a plane. I abandoned my house. I, I went a little bit too hard on this, but I abandoned my house and just went with my now wife down to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Never been to Puerto Vallarta before. I didn't know what to expect. It was a cheap flight and it was a cheap Airbnb. And I just came down here and I ended up loving it. And um, it, it was much freer during lockdown. People could just pay cops like five five dollars essentially to leave us alone unlike in winnipeg where they find a restaurant of millions of dollars and destroy their lives so uh, uh -huh. that was like kind of the thing that really stood out to me um with that said you know over time i went back to winnipeg or not winnipeg uh i went back to vegas and i did go to winnipeg for a few days to drop off a vehicle sell it and then take off uh later on in 2020 and i went in between uh, March 2020 and uh, October 2022, I went to 31 countries. And in that wow. time, I never once got a test. I never got any kind of injection, obviously. Nice. <laughs> nice. But, um, you know, when they told me I couldn't awesome. travel, I said, well, I'm going to travel. If, you, if you're going to tell me I can't travel, freedom of movement, it's in the passport, must <laughs> be able to move unhindered. Uh -huh. I'm going to travel. And so uh -huh. I went all over the world. I got around a lot of laws. You know, I, I can't really go into it too much, but I'll, I'll write a book about it someday. Um, but you're not yeah, in trouble. You're not in trouble like legally anywhere, are you? Not that I know of, but we'll okay, find well, out. If I talk too much about this, I definitely will be. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I lived Especially in Egypt. here in Canada. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I lived in Egypt. I lived in, well, you know, it was funny because I've been to a lot of tin pot dictatorships around the world. I've hitchhiked through West African countries through minefields. And, you know, going back to Canada a while back ago, I, I land and they're telling me I need receipts for my pants, my camera, everything. I bought my camera years ago and I'm like, I don't carry around receipts for it. Well, you can't bring it in. I said, well, hell yeah, I can. I'm Canadian and you can only hold me for, I think it was six minutes or something. And I, I'm complaining to them. And as she's writing stuff down, she says, you've gone to a lot of countries. Um, what was like the craziest country to get into? And I said, Canada. And she went <laughs> blank in the face and said, okay, you can come in. But, you oh, know, brilliant, brilliant. It's true. It's true. And, you know, of all these countries, I mean, I've lived in the Middle East. I've traveled. I've hitchhiked through the Middle East and West Africa. I, I mean, honestly, they, people have been kinder to me as far as government goes everywhere in the world other than Canada. And it's sad because, you know, it's a country that I came from and it's a country that I wish I, I was in more because I have family there. And, you know, I, I grew up loving a lot of places. Mm. And it's just, it's it's sad what it's become, but it's, we always, we always knew it was going to become this. And that's why we've been standing up for so long, Todd. That's why we've been shouting for mountaintops for so long, because we knew this was going to happen and people thought we were crazy. And now the same people that thought we were crazy are going along with all the things that they called us crazy for predicting before. And it just yeah. really go shows the mental gymnastics of people over time. But you know, it's, mm -hmm. it, it, it's one of those things, you know, I've, I've found that, um, you know, when I was having Thanksgiving in Egypt and having turkey and stuff on in 2020 on Thanksgiving, when it's being 
canceled in much of Canada and the United States. Oh yeah. I, I was thinking I was sitting there at an Egyptian restaurant in the middle of Cairo with my now wife going, This is our reality right now. We are we have to escape to the Middle East to have yeah, Thanksgiving. Right? Yeah, it's that's insane. that's like yeah, that is a bit of a rude awakening. And like that's yeah, like when it hits you just like that, it's, it's, it's wow, right? Like shocking. And it's, yeah, and especially knowing that, like, you know, just like you said, just uh, prior to that, you know, that these are things that we were talking about in 2013 and 2014 when we were, you know, when we had just started this platform and we're working now side by side. And yeah, yeah, it's, and of course, the same kind of thing for me as well, too, to still be here looking around going like, holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> really. Like, wow, this we, we're really here. Hey, okay. Well, imagine and you were wine four years, Todd, to January of 2020. And mm -hmm. someone told you all of this happened. Now we would believe it because we are awake, but yep. we would still lose our mind. We've normalized ourselves. Even those of us that are awake, we've been forced as a survival instinct to normalize ourselves to some degree to it. So we don't lose our minds. Mm -hmm. I remember the first video I did on COVID was um, January 22nd, 2020. And I was I was pondering it for a couple of weeks because we'd all seen the 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 circular you know shift over time. Every yeah. year there's a new illness, yeah. and I remember I did a video and I did a, a two year uh, video a while back ago, two years ago. I'm going to be doing a four year anniversary video of that first first uh, video. But cool. in that video, I said at the very beginning, "Run for your lives!" Or they've made up a new illness that we're all supposed to be afraid of. They're going to bring in vaccine passports, lock us down, put us in quarantines force us to wear masks and uh, stop us from traveling to different places. They're going to lock us in our homes and in our neighborhoods. Yeah. And it's all going to be for that new world order approach to bring us eventually. I didn't call it 15 minute cities back then, but I said climate lockdowns where they'll lock us in our neighborhoods and use, you know, the toll roads, for example, in many places, um, instead of getting money out of them, they'll be checking your, your passport. And I said vaccine passports at the time. Everyone, even the conspiracy theorists, thought I was absolutely insane. And, you know, I, I was, you know, looking up to people like David Icke, who's a friend of mine who was speaking from the very beginning. And he lost so many people and then gained them all back later on because it's hard to be right in a situation, even in independent media, when everyone is wrong because you lose both sides. And I said, I don't care if I lose both sides. I'm going to speak out about it. And then people like, you know, what angered me so much is all of us speaking about it. Back in 2021, I believe, when you were getting arrested for going to protest. I mean, I, I don't think I was ever so angry in my life. I saw that, and then I ended up in France soon after, and I walked into a pharmacy. I saw a child getting injected um, right in front of me. It made me extremely sad. I, I mm. threw a fit in the place. I went in there just to get a bottle of water. I was walking around in Paris. And then uh, I'm, I'm, I don't have a vaccine passport, so I'm not allowed to eat or get coffee anywhere. And that was the day that Canada announced that uh, it was a little bit after you got arrested. That was the day that Canada announced that they were going to bring in mandates for children and that children could get injected in schools without yeah. telling their parents about it. Yeah. And I remember losing it mentally at that time because mm -hmm. I couldn't I knew it was all going to happen. But to see the reality of it and then still see people that when they brought in masks said I would never support vaccine passports, bowing the knee to that. It was so sad and seeing people on social media, Todd, going after you and saying, this guy's killing people. This guy is is a murderer when you're just standing up for the future of your children and other people's children. I mean, that is I don't think I've ever been so mad that I was in 2021. And thank God that year is gone. But, you know, mm. we never got justice for it. And now they're trying to pull it off again and they're going into the next current thing climate lockdowns, World War three and complete global enslavement and technocracy. And it's yeah. sickening to me because people will fall for it again. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here, Todd, but people will fall for it again. Maybe not the COVID stuff as much,
but they will fall for climate lockdowns. They will f- fall for food so- shortages and take mRNA, uh, you know, infested mm-hmm. rations from Bill Gates farms that have bugs mm-hmm. in it. They will get that 15 minute city passport. I was in a 15 minute city in Oxford, UK. I witnessed it for myself. Mm. People hate it, but they still go along with it. There's cameras right. and sensors everywhere. Yeah. So you see these things happening, you know, it's going to happen elsewhere. It's, you know, it's going to expand. And it's like, it just keeps going and going and going. I hate to be negative, but it's, it's just, it keeps oh, no, going. it's hundred percent accurate. Uh, and the other one that of course it, it just, um, cause you already kind of touched on it earlier when you were talking about sort of like, you know, the geopolitics that we all see happening right now, which is very much a, like, you know, a heightened, um, uh, world war three, uh, you know, type mm-hmm. of, uh, scenario, uh, more and more and more by with each passing uh, week, it would seem. Um, and that of course is, uh, and this is only as like a force multiplier, um, which is of course the, the huge mass massive influx. Canada is basically going like almost open border uh, situation at this point. I don't think anybody cares for what's going on over at good old Roxham Road in uh, in Quebec. Um, and uh, of course, uh, they're just cranking the doors wide open. I think the plan is to bring in just X amount of millions upon millions in just the next sh- uh, few short years. And there's no political party or anybody really standing up against it. It's just kind of like, no, it's United Nations. You know, it's worth signatory on the blah, blah, blah. So it just has to happen. Um, and of course, well, you know, you know, all everybody's got to be a bleeding heart for what happens in the middle east so you just well they're mocking well, they're, they're yeah yeah, yeah. they're so mocking they're, us they they're openly mocking us because to have civilizational collapse you first have to constantly attack and impoverish those that founded mm-hmm. the country and that founded the culture while mm-hmm. replacing the culture and you know it's not even a lot of these people's fault that are coming in they you know if you go back um because i've lived in the middle east and they're not the same in the middle east as they are in canada and europe and other places where it's just ravaged with these problems um when you i mean it depends where you go in the middle east obviously there's some really dumpy countries in the middle east that i wouldn't suggest anyone go to but and i don't care if people get offended over it it's true um and it's their own fault but um you know <laughs> it, it, the thing is it's not really our fault when we're seeing this stuff in, in canada and the united states and in europe outside of that we weren't loud enough but the thing with the uh, immigration is you know you have countries like the united states go and bomb countries uh send them back to the stone age uh create false flag attacks arm rebels and do all this stuff that's circular mm-hmm. and then you end up bringing only the people that are in prison the extremists that they've made extremists into the yep. country yep. and people that don't have running water or sewage don't know how to use a bathroom are gonna take a shit on the side of the road and then you know at the end of the day people then rightly feel a little bit um bigoted towards them because you know that's what they see that's what they know if you go to a lot of these middle eastern countries they're extremely clean they're washing their hands washing their feet all day every day you use two hands to eat they like hate you for it and it's it's just a very different thing um turkey has been doing this for a while where they've had this economic war with the european union where if Turkey doesn't get the money they want from Greece, which is a bankrupted EU country, thanks to the EU. Mm-hmm. Uh, they open what they call the, the gates. And what they do is they go into Syria and find prisoners, open the prisons, take people out, put them in boats, send them to Lesbos. The, these people mm-hmm. then take over people's homes. The government does nothing about it. And then it causes chaos. And then what does it also do? It causes infighting. Left and right are fighting uh, over immigration. Right. And the issue is like, hey, stop giving them welfare. Stop bombing their country. Stop running guns into Mexico and giving them to cartels. And I say this in one of the only parts of Mexico that doesn't have a CIA-controlled cartel. They still have a cartel, but it's not CIA-controlled. And it's it's way less violent than any of these other places where they are basically like what we're seeing in Ecuador right now. Mass murder in, in Ecuador by these cartels. The Sinaloa, they, they've been armed and funded by the U.S. government for years. And then, you know what we don't see in Mexico? And I can say this being in Mexico, a fentanyl crisis. 
Hmm. This oh, fentanyl boy. that's made in Wuhan, China, weirdly, is uh -huh. then sent uh -huh. to Mexico and run up through the border. But it's not in Mexico. I wonder why. And, you know, it's, Mexicans are sick of people coming up through Guatemala and Belize into Mexico. They have a border. And, and the issue is that it's because it's controlled chaos. You get order out of chaos and they run people into Canada, house them on military bases, destroy the culture. Yeah. And then everyone fights as, you know, the power shifts to the east from the west, which yeah. if you look at parts of the Middle East, they have like freaking Dubai, way more modern than anything Canada can do. So that is a future civilization. Shanghai, yeah. Beijing, et cetera. Sure, sure. So I, I like you, you mentioned the thing with uh, with uh, Turkey there. That's really interesting. Um, so, of course, you know, every, with everything that's happening, because the whole Palestine, Israel, and really a, a lot of the Middle East, when it's especially being used as a tinderbox and, you know, just uh, perpetual war, um, you know, is, is used kind of all for this kind of same reason to, of course, like, you know, yeah, push, you know, people, uh, you know, out to the, you know, to the Western world um, and, and, you know, and do exactly like you were just talking about there. Um, and so we certainly see that in Canada. Canada. Um, and, you know, we, like, like the comment we have uh, right here, um, you know, sleeper cells, like, you know, see, you mentioned what Turkey were, like, was using as a threat to go do to other countries, you no, know, to go do to yeah. Greece, um, you know, and in that very same fashion, um, I don't know if it's necessarily, you know, um, Palestine or, you know, I guess, especially right now in Canada, we'll, we'll have to go uh, mention, you know, just Palestine. Um, you know, I don't know if it's, if it's necessarily a plan of theirs to want to go ahead and send sleeper cells and terrorists, you know, to a country like Canada. Um, but even if they're not, um, you know, with the culture clash, uh, you know, that ensues, uh, we still kind of have a similar issue and similar concerns from, you know, born and raised Canadians, you know, anyhow. Right. Uh, and, well, then, you know, we saw what just happened in Toronto where the police are bringing, um, you know, coffee, Tim Hortons or whatever like stuff over to Palestinian protesters who are yelling stuff like death to the Jews and so on and so forth. So it's, uh, it's, it's an issue. It's hard to say exactly how it, uh, you know, was going to work itself out here in North America right now, especially with more migrants, you know, apparently on the way. Well, can I just but say, Todd, it, it, why, why did people care? Why do people care so much now about people saying death to the Jews, but no one ever gave a damn when native Americans were burning down churches over a hoax all over Canada. And if you called it out, you were called um, racist. And as someone that is part native American, it's complete bullshit. You, you know, all these churches were being burned to the ground. And by the way, they're being burned to the ground in Palestine as well right now. And, and look, it's not Palestine versus Israel because Palestine imagine for a second you have a prime minister <laughs> that's that's terrible well i don't think it's too hard for you to understand that of course and that that guy wants to bomb russia and the rest of canadians are like we don't want that but they a lot of people are fooled into believing it so you have enough talking heads saying that it's a good idea but the rest of people say no that's a bad idea but the mainstream says it's good um in in palestine the israel created hamas armed and funded it we're running money to it just last year and they create this political party that becomes the only one that people could really support because it has the most power. So they say, OK, I'll support Hamas. And uh, most people are like, no, this is a bad idea. They're they're, you know, agents of another state. We can't do this. But most people aren't accessing the media. It's censored. They don't understand. They're not getting the truth. So they just fall into line with it and then uh, accept this. So then they have a narrative where they say on one side. Hamas is killing people. These people are supporting Hamas because it's a political party. And then you have on the other side, these Jews are mass murdering us because it's part of their prophecy. The only difference is that Netanyahu did literally say a couple of weeks ago, remember what Amalek did to us? And he's talking about a prophecy to kill every man, woman and child and, and, and toddler suckling at the teat, kill the cows, kill all the animals that they have for them for their harvest. I, I mean, this is something that he literally said. So when he says it's not about 
um, you know, a, a religion. It really is. It really is. He said it himself. They have the Greater Israel Project, which has been around for a long time, which is calling for a border from the Nile to the Euphrates. I don't understand why so many look. There's complete idiots on the left with masks and muzzles supporting Palestine. I don't support those people, and I don't support a, a nation state here. I support individuals not getting bombed in a place where 50% of people are children, hospitals, churches, etc. And and you know, when it comes to the Greater Israel Project, again. Israel is, this, I don't understand why conservatives are so supportive of, of Israel at the same time as I don't understand why the left is so supportive of Palestine. It seems backwards because in Palestine, they'll throw gays off of a building and 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 then they'll say LGBTQ for Palestine. In Israel, they, they're supporting, you know, trans kids and promoting, um, you know, just tranny stuff everywhere and LGBTQ flags everywhere and pride all the, all the time. They, they openly talk about how much they hate Christians. They spit on Christians in the streets over there. And more so, and look, I lived in the Middle East. Trust me, they, that is not an issue. You see crosses everywhere in most Muslim countries, except for like the really insane ones like Saudi Arabia. Um, and then, and, and that's the most extreme. But then they also were the Israel's is the same country that created that that created Ep Epstein. Like he Mossad armed, well not armed him. They 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 funded him for <laughs> no, that's blackmail. The same thing. That's the same thing. <laughs> probably they probably, he probably killed a few people, but he, <laughs> Epstein isn't him. even a real person. It's a guy who was playing a character who they pretended to kill and is sitting on a beach in Israel somewhere. Uh, they got a lot new, a lot more beachfront property now. But um, Epstein was a Mossad agent. We know that. It was in his plea deal back over a decade ago. So this is a country, I don't understand why so many conservatives support Israel when they support all the civilizational collapse stuff. They're pushing migrants and, and refugees, literally forcing them on Europe and Canada right now as we speak, as they, they shuttle them out throughout Europe. So I, it just, to me, it just seems both of them are crisscrossed and it's it's not an issue that can be one side or the other. I agree hundred percent. Yeah. And I was like very, very, very well summed up. Um, I certainly can say this. I think in the decade plus that we've both been doing this, um, you've become a far more superior, like a uh, linguist than I, I think I might've, <laughs> I might've, I might've lost a step as I'm now nearing 40 and you've gained. So like I'm playing catch oh, dude, up. Dude, we here, lose man. a step every year, man. I, I've, not, not I've you. gone downhill know, like man. five times since a few years ago, man. <laughs> These last few years have made me very tired, Todd. Well, that nice free Mexican air is certainly doing you some good, man, because that was very, very well delivered. If I do say so, <laughs> myself <laughs> um oh man by all means um anyhow uh, you touch on epstein there of course we have to sink our teeth into that just a little bit but yeah. actually i think in the way that you were just kind of alluding to so um it, it almost seems like you were just kind of like uh right about almost there and saying it uh which is interesting because it's going to be my take as well too which is that this whole oh you know um you know uh, release of the documents and so on and so forth do you really think it's going to be all that big all that surprising and all that oh this is what we've all waited for you know we've got them now kind of situation no it was a huge psyop it reminds me of the 28 pages of uh the 9-11 report Complete Boom, I, psyop. I was gonna say that exact same thing <laughs> yeah and you know when I, I remember like i when i heard about the news and i think uh, the end of november early december that it was going to come out at the beginning of january i said yeah. okay i did a video at the time i said this is bullshit don't buy it they, they will never <laughs> give up all of their their blackmail they need that blackmail they spent decades trafficking children for that blackmail they have the video footage of people like bill clinton molesting children which by the way is absolutely yeah. sick but you know and and it, it both left and right look it, it, people that make politics out of it are really evil people that don't care about the children it's about the, the children and the safety of the children at the end of the day and that's why you know i've been so gung-ho about calling out both the left and the right on this issue because both sides will say yeah but your guy yeah but your guy 
No, but look, this wasn't a list. There is no client list that came out. It was a document that that they were able to use as throwing expendables under the bus. And the idea of the expendables was that you have people that um, like Stephen Hawking, he's dead and he was crippled and he couldn't talk. What do you need him for in the year 2024? You don't. Bill Clinton is ancient. Everybody, Josh Sigerson, we're all alternative media is, here and we're um, going to go. He, he's he's like de he's demented so why why mm -hmm. would anyone need clinton anymore so they throw him under the bus and then you, you, you don't see them throwing jess staley under the bus who by the way um was like best friends with epstein head of goldman sachs and or and not J it was jp morgan and citibank rather um who is being sued by the u.s virgin islands right now all this stuff if they they the fbi literally has all of the videos of epstein epstein's um traffic children and adults being molested by all these powerful figures. They know who did it. They've seen the videos. No one could tell me that they took this out of his safe at his mansion, which is on record and brought it into this place and didn't look at it. They definitely did. And they're covering it up, which tells you not only are the FBI sick, demented pieces of shit, but they are also a part of the cover-up. So is the CIA. So is a Mossad. And yeah. Mossad is definitely the one that paid Epstein. We know that because it was in his plea deal uh, years ago. And it's starting to come out finally. But it's, you know, people are sitting on their hands thinking, okay, it's all good now. We got the, the list. There's no list. And when I saw all the main, independent medias, I almost said mainstream because a lot of independent medias have gone mainstream in, over the years to right. get, yeah. you know, enough people on their side so they get famous and money and all that kind of bullshit. But uh -huh. and I I just regularly shut down my my own viewership because I just don't give a shit. I want to talk about the truth, and with people like Epstein, complete bullshit psyop that we just yeah. watched happen in front of us, and it was all based on the idea of distracting people, getting people to sit on their hands, mm -hmm. and now people aren't saying show us a client list. Now mm -hmm. people aren't saying why are you covering up. You don't want to see the videos of, of the children being molested, but you need to know the people that are in it, and they need to release at least an image of the people that are in it, and no matter how yeah. disgusting it might be, in, uh, like as far as the famous people and the powerful people, but they're not. So they're it's the same. Yeah, it's the same as with the January 6th thing as well, too, that they're kind of like rolling out as well, too. It's all being done to distract from the fact that, of course, it's a huge cover up. And, of course, it was, you know, every, everything that has actually happened on behalf of the state, the FBI, yeah. the CIA, any one government, uh, you know, role player that is involved in the Epstein everything and the January 6th everything. Any yeah. time where they're going to go ahead and say, oh, OK, yeah, you were right. You caught us. We're going to release this. It is absolutely smoke and mirrors. It's a psyop. It's bullshit. Yeah, it reminds me of the 28 pages when all these independent medias uh, chomped at the bit to get on that. And, you know, I just don't like talking about the things that everyone's talking about. If it's a big mainstream story and if it is a mainstream conspiracy, then it's probably bullshit. And I've seen that over the years <laughs> time and time again. We now have the new players in independent media that are the 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 mainstream, ind uh, mainstream independent media. I like saying mainstream independent media. David Icke says mainstream alternative media. I don't like that because it's too close to um, the acronym <laughs> for WHAM. But, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but mainstream independent media, let's call it MIM. Um, it's, uh, there, there's a new group that they've manufactured in order to misdirect. It's called the limited hangout, tell part of the truth, but not the entirety of the truth in yeah. order to distract people from the entirety of the truth. And people mm -hmm. don't want to believe it because we've been working hard. And a lot of these independent medias are just useful idiots are not actually doing that on purpose. They're not actually getting payments from people, but they just know they're, 
they're like, okay, well, I need to make this amount of money so I can't piss off my own viewers. You should always piss off your own viewers because if you're not pissing off your own viewers, then you're not doing the job you're supposed to do. And I know you are always upfront and honest about what you think, uh, Todd. I'm always upfront and honest about what I think. And we, I love, I have the greatest viewers in the world. I love my viewers, but you know, you can't be afraid if there's a 20% or 40% even block in uh, viewership where they don't like an idea. And then most independent medias would just go, okay, I'm just not going to talk about that because obviously I'm, it's not catching on with my viewers. Right. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. I'm, yeah, I'm going to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, sometimes it's like, Hey, you know, if that really actually kind of pissed off or confused or whatever, um, you know, a good half of my viewership, it's like, yo, then that's the topic I got to go to. Well, and it also is like <laughs> long-term over time, you know, God gives in so many uh, incredible ways. You know, when you are honest about things, you will be hated for a while and then it all turns around and you actually find you have more people backing you up later because they, they, they stood with you, they saw it, or maybe they were on the other side and they yeah. realized now they were wrong. COVID is a great example. I said it was fake and didn't even exist on day one. And people are like, dude, you're going to kill old people. And it was only a few people <laughs> that were really on the same page. It was like myself. I know you were calling out from the beginning. Dan Dix yeah. was, um, G. Edward Griffin, David Icke and, uh, and Andrew Kaufman. And, uh, let me see. Uh, the Corbett, James Corbett. I, yeah. I can't think of too many others. You, Jeff Berwick, uh, well, think, Of yeah. course, you know, InfoWars and Alex Jones, of course, we've thrown that on that list as well. Too. Yeah, he yeah. I mean, of, I, I, I love Alex and I, 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 you know, I've, 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 I've been on his show. I appreciate the support. I don't agree with him on everything and I'm upfront on, on his own website about it and he's never shut me down. So I want to give that, put that out there because, I mean, if he never banned me from Bantop video and I go against things that he says all the time. But the thing is, that it's it's cool that we that there's a place where I could talk about things that the the head of the site doesn't like and they don't try to silence me because he sees that we need to all have that say. Um, with that said, you know, uh, yeah, I have uh, some issues with you know in the very beginning there were some kind of back and forth on the whole COVID thing on Infowars, but I, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's mostly surrounding because they were bowing to Trump in so many ways and Trump. Um, yeah. Yeah, while yeah. he was against lockdowns, he also did bring forward a lot of crazy restrictions, sent Fauci to all 50 states, yeah. um, awarded him Operation Warp Speed, still tells people to get vaccinated to this day and told children to get injected, which I will never I, I, I can't say I would never forgive him for because we must forgive everyone. Unfortunately, it's really hard. But no doubt. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can never really expunge that from my mm -hmm. mind oh, that yeah, those things sure. happened, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot, man. It's still hard for me to be an actual just fan of the Winnipeg Jets because of what they did for three plus years or whatever, right? <laughs> and still really are doing it because they've never actually forgiven or refunded season's ticket owners that, of course, gave up their season tickets because of the absolute god-awful ridiculousness that they, they were the last team in the NHL to still have the mask mandates and vaccine uh, uh, passports. And that's all true North. And that's another weird one too. And, and it's also weird because Winnipeg was one of the last to kind of get on the lockdown mask train. And then they were like the last to get rid of all the stuff, like of, of all the provinces. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but you know, it's funny because as a former big time Winnipeg Jets fan, when I was uh, living in Winnipeg, sorry, I kind of fell into the Vegas nice thing a bit when I was over there. Oh but, yeah, uh, it was ever Winnipegger hated Evander Kane after he left. Uh, after he left Winnipeg, well, even yeah. when he was in Winnipeg, and then he was like one of the only people when he was playing with I forget who it was, Buffalo or something. He uh, he he refused. Well, he faked his vaccine card to to get in a game, and yeah, they caught yeah. him. And that was back in like twenty twenty one, I believe. Yeah, he faked his vac vax pass. And they caught him, which I think he spelled something wrong, which actually goes back to how much of an idiot he is. But I mean, still, like, how do you 
how do you misspell something? It's something you have to be very careful about because then he was forced faxed, obviously, after that. There's no way he could uh, fake it yeah. twice. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the fact is he did try not to get injected. Everyone on the Jets was like, okay, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, only a few major NHL players came out against this kind of yep. stuff. And yep. then you have idiots like Troy Westwood and others that are still promoting all this stuff to this <sighs> day. Uh, Man, it's hard, for me to still great, follow, it's hard for me to still follow that guy on, on X, or I want to say Twitter. I'm going to say Twitter. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do, I guess, just to catch a little bit of what like a really crazy Manitoban leftist, you know, is is feeling out there. And yeah, he's he's like a poster boy for that, Mr. Westwood. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm, I'm Monica, to answer your question, uh, the Jets. It was totally the Winnipeg Jets and True North, yeah. really. Don't just blame the Jets. It was it, It's done by True North. Um, and that was their, their call. They were the last uh, team in the NHL to have the, uh, the mandates for, I'm pretty sure it was still uh the shot and the mask and and the true north is funded by a bunch of globalists that are also very well connected to the world oh, economic yeah. forum and all these kinds of things they've they've basically put their octopus tentacles in absolutely everything yeah no it's true um you know it's one of the and it's it's a nasty situation because there is so much good stuff that they kind of have like dumped money into as far as community stuff goes and mm -hmm. you know hockey for children and all that good stuff uh but at the end of the day money laundering uh, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, they get you know big tax breaks, right? They get it all back. There's a good back. side to it. I'm not even attacking money laundering. Money laundering is a great thing if, if you're just trying to avoid the government. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but I mean, uh, it, yeah. it, it's like George Soros, a big philanthropist, or like uh, David Rockefeller, a big, a big philanthropist, Bill Gates, and all these people. They're like, uh, and and then like Warren Buffett. Oh, we're just such great philanthropists. Also, uh, well, yeah, what kiss is, the boot. What's the Freemasonry quote, right? That you like, you know, you have to do like what, like, you know, a certain amount of work for your community. There's like, I can't, maybe it's not just a quote. It's just kind of like one of the sort of like pillars, uh, right. but you know, yeah. it, 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 it is just that, right. You, you know, you have to really show that you are community driven and you actually have to do that work. You have to be at those events. You have to, yeah. you know, be that spokesperson. You have to sign that check and give that money. But then of course, you know, don't tell anybody what's happening behind closed doors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't. And, and, you know, uh, you, you mentioned that also, I wanted to just, I was thinking about X cause you mentioned X a moment ago. Mm. You put, uh, have you put those two logos together? Oh man, someone's going to clip out me doing that. Uh, have you put those two <laughs> X's together. It's yeah. a, it's a Freemasonic uh, compass and you know, mm -hmm. it really goes mm -hmm. back thousands of years. There's a major cover up of resets throughout human history. And um, it's a, it's a sacrificial reset. That's mm -hmm. happening today as it was many, many thousands of years ago, time and time again. And the Masons and the, Tal the Talmudic Zionists in Israel that run the state of Israel. And by the way, the banking system worldwide, I'm not afraid to say that because look at the board of governors uh, of almost every major central bank. They're dual citizens. Yep. Um, yep. They yep. they have been covering up uh, alongside the Vatican, alongside um, the Smithsonian uh, and the Egyptian antiquities. Um, you know, these, these underground cities, these underground um, record halls that came from the Library of Alexandria. And if you ask a 33rd degree Freemason and you kind of poke him enough, he won't tell you if you're right or wrong. But he well, actually he will tell you if you're wrong often, but he won't tell you if you're right. So he'll I, the amount of like 33rd degrees I've talked to over the years that I say this is a sacrificial um, collapse of civilization. They're putting it all in our faces and it goes back to a very ancient time and ancient knowledge that they're really harnessing here to bring down civilization and do this reset. It, it's been prophesized for thousands of years that this would happen. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of Masons that are really high up will go like, mm, yeah, I can't say you're wrong. 
Can't say I'm trying wrong. to rem- I'm trying to remember the name of the guy. It, it was like sort of like one of the first big first big YouTube channels, kind of a, almost a sense of independent journalism in a sense. But it, no, he was. Maybe you'll remember this, um, mm. and maybe even some of the viewers might remember this clip. But especially the individual who was doing it, because I believe he was going around to Freemasons and Satanists and others as a very devout Christian, maybe even a pastor or a priest himself, and kind of like trying to sort of shake them awake with certain like kind of like you know facts that he could present them uh, to prove like you know how screwed up their ideology was. I can't is that Mark Passio? Um, I, I don't think so. That is possible. I guess Mark Passio that became is... a, a a Freemason for a while and then exposed it from the outside and was trying Very to shift uh, Freemasons uh, outside wonder. of Masonry. But I don't know because there was this wonderful clip that I remember using, uh, like you know, multiple times uh, to, in in this exact same conversation because um, I thought it was just amazing that he ran. It's basically a clip where this individual. Um, runs, uh, go, you know, uh, meets up with a uh, Freemason, I think just outside of a lodge. So they're just, he's just leaving a lodge. And he just basically says, hey, you know, the quote, um, you know, um, the, um, what is it again? Um, you know, you, you are, you are the, you know, the, the light uh, and the, uh, you know, the light in the universe or whatever. And, uh, yeah. and the, the Freemasons going like, yeah, no, that's, that's from Lucifer. That's a quote from Lucifer, the light, you yeah. know, the light giver. That's, that's from Lucifer. And the of light course, of dawn. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course the guy goes, no, 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 that Jesus said that. And the, and the Freemason just goes, huh? <laughs> and I just loved that clip because of course it shows that, uh, yeah, that their belief system, uh, no matter. And this is, it was amazing because you know, I think it was a Shriner. All right, it's the same kind of yeah. thing, right? So the guy's like in his 80s probably and doesn't have a, any bit of a clue uh, that he's been totally taught a satanic, uh, you know, a Luciferian doctrine, a, a, you know, doctrine and um, and that it, it, it's it, that it's actually just, uh, you know, of course, stealing from the Bible to, of course, we'll do the obvious. Well, I mean, it's like every cult, Todd. Uh, there's so many different cults most people don't even realize they're in. And even in our mm-hmm. own ideological cults that we've created in our own mind uh, to some degree that we all have to kind of recheck every now and then. But I mean, uh, government is one of the biggest cults and it's a Gabiern Mente is mind control. Um, the whole yep. idea, it, it goes back a long ways to um, pull people away from God and replace God with the state. And it's been happening for thousands of years. And I mean, if you look at the religion, uh, religious practices of um, the ancient Greeks who brought upon democracy onto the world, they are very much so um, part of that Saturnalia cult and, yes. uh, and, and promoting the idea of Satanism in many ways. And, and uh, if you look into the, a lot of the classical uh, ex- examples. And, you know, they were just trying to repeat basically uh, what we saw with Sodom and Gomorrah. They were just, um, you know, bathing in wine and in uh, gay orgies everywhere. And um, then a flood wiped out their civilization, just like Sodom and Gomorrah got melted by a blast of flame. So, I mean, and, and this stuff can be quantified, by the way, scientifically. You could go to the town, uh, it, like, again, Sodom and Gomorrah. If you actually go to the site, there is melted stone all over the ground around yeah, there, yeah. including basalt, which is almost impossible to melt. So it has to be an unbelievable disaster, yet it's not happening a few miles outside of the town. So there is very real biblical and scientific evidence of this. And, uh, you know, it's one of these things we have to be careful because everyone is to some degree in some shape or form. There's something out there that we are in a cult for. We don't mm-hmm. realize it because we, if we realized it, we wouldn't be in a cult. Um, and that's the thing we have to, it's like acceptance. It's like, it's same as alcoholism. You have to ex- accept that you have a problem before you can actually pull away from that. And it's the same with any cult. So with government, with the COVID cult, with the climate cult, with the, um, trans cult, with the idea of like the DEI cult that we're seeing today, 
um, the transhumanist cult, the, the technocratic cult. I mean, all of these things uh, are ways that they, they reel us in to the slaughter. Um, the amount of people that still to this day have deer in the headlight looks in their eyes that they wear six masks and have 40 boosters stuck in their arms. Um, and, you know, they're wandering around still telling people mask up and that you are killing people. You give them any form of evidence of any kind and they'll call you uh, crazy. And it's like, it's 2024. At this point, like, look, I, I do not hate, hate anyone. I love all people, even the worst people out there. Though I will say that some of the people I don't think are actually people that run this world. I think they're demons that are um, seen as humans um, in the frequency that we're allowed to see. Um, and it's a test for us to fight. Uh, and it's a test for us to get into the next realm of existence. With that said, um, as far as human beings go, I can't hate anyone. I've been, I've, I've, I'm strict to myself. I, I basically I do all but whip myself in the back to make sure I don't hate people because it's, it's the way that they get you. And that mm. is in itself a okay. cult of hate. Yeah. Um, and not hate in the way that the left calls it. Like, in actu like actually hating people, Jesus told us not to hate and taught us not to hate and we're sacrificing his sacrifice if we if we um go around telling people that we hate him but well you know said. they they have managed to still get people to believe this cultist lie all these years later mostly because mm -hmm. we have it's not just autism which we've seen a lot of in the covid cult which is people that like they just are clinging to this cult because they had nothing beforehand it's also lonely people and people that just are the, the current thing people they have no friends they have no family and they're just clinging to the current thing because once that's gone they have nothing left this is their hobby this is their obsession it's like that, you know teaching an autistic kid to fix a car and he's like super freaking good at it but he can't he, he can't really talk properly it's because you know it's it's the way our brain works in a lot of ways i just want and, to say that goes yeah. for both sides there's people that can't like that can't let go of the whole you know uh freedom rallies during lockdown kind of thing and are just stuck on that as well too which is look i'm pissed off about the trucker protest to this day but i'm not like what about what's happening now we need justice for what happened earlier but the same people that did that stuff earlier are doing things now and it, while it's disgusting and the case still goes on of course with people like tamara, tamara leach and, and and others mm -hmm. it's that it's it's a precursor to other things that they're doing now and it's like, I know people that are still only talking about the Iraq war. And, and look, I understand why you would talk about it. Millions of people died based on a lie and false flags. But it's like that same group of criminals is doing the same stuff now. And people are yeah. still talking about the Iraq war. It's like, we need justice for it, but we don't get justice until we catch them in the act rather than catch them after the act. It's like talking about JFK, his assassination. Everyone knows he was killed by the government. It's been 60, uh, 61 years or 60, 60 years mm -hmm. as of last November. And it's like, okay, yeah, we all know that he was killed by the government, but now most of the people involved are dead. If we focus more in the moment on what they're doing now and what they're planning in the future so we can catch them in the act, then it's easier to bring them down. And moreover, the best way to get rid of them isn't by voting, isn't by protesting either, though those are important things to wake people up as far as protesting goes and get other people to realize they're not alone, obviously, which the COVID rallies did. It is, the more important thing is withdrawing from the system. What are we most dependent on in the world? Food? shelter and money the money is in a centralized banking system that they could shut down at any moment what are we doing about it how are we preparing for it the yeah. food is in the grocery stores uh, what if we run out of food which we will and they'll do it by you know their own mandate then what we're going to be eating bugs and mrna food from a bill gates farm what are people doing about it now the you know property you know it's hard for everyone to do this but like to have a roof over your head that is 
definitive and you know that it's going to be there is extremely important because once they get rid of the property, you will own nothing and you will be happy and you will eat some bugs and drink the sewage and you will be a good slave. <laughs> Again, this is what they're doing. And um, it's we need to actually prepare for it now so that we can be on the outside looking in and see it coming at us rather than the inside looking out and being stuck and trapped and imprisoned forever. So, you know, the only way we avoid this is avoiding the Tower of Babel. They're building a, uh, the tower. It's going to get worse before it gets better, but good overcomes evil eventually. But they're only half finished that tower. They will finish the tower before it comes down. And we want to be well out of the way. People say all roads lead to Rome. Well, we should be building a gravel path off the side and it's going to be less convenient. But at the end of the day, Tyranny comes under the guise of convenience. So we have to make that bumpy gravel path that's a bit slower and a bit wonky. And it's again, it's it's not what we want, but it's what we need. And then when that Tower of Babel comes tumbling over, we have a beautiful new civilization that we could build from the ashes and the flames of the former globalist civilization built in Satanism and, uh, and demonic entities who are putting us up on an altar to sacrifice because this isn't a war between left and right this isn't a war between nationalities this is a war on humanity and if there's a war on humanity the solution is be more human be more empathetic be more conscious and be more independent because independence and freedom go hand in hand they're synonymous and so is humanity because humanity is ba built based on individualism so we need to understand this if we want to win and it certainly isn't going to be voting for this guy or that guy if they're serious about what they're talking about on their platform, guys, I've been looking at conspiracy theories and, and truth stuff for, since 2006, and I've been right on almost everything. These guys would be shot in the head if they were for real. I'm sorry. It's true. Uh, Look what yeah. they did to Maxime Bernier. Yeah. They, they arrested him for trying to go to rallies mm -hmm. um, while mm -hmm. the people that were supporting George Floyd and burning down cities, a politician would go there and bow down to them and kiss their boot. Mm -hmm. And what happened there? They'll arrest mm -hmm. the guys at the Capitol who didn't even go into the Capitol, but they will put people... Uh, you know, they'll, they'll put people on a pedestal if they're with Greenpeace or these other companies, these other yeah. big globalist entities who yeah. have mass murdered millions of people. They'll put Julian Assange in prison and Ross Albrecht in prison um, for telling the truth or just being creating a free market like Ross did while they imprison people like Owen Schroyer, they imprison Joe Biggs, they, yeah. they, they arrest you, Todd. They arrest all these people. They fine Alex Jones a trillion freaking dollars. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we think that we're going to get out of this by passing a ballot, then we are sadly mistaken, just like everyone since ancient Greece, when they built that demonic cult uh, and, and called it democracy. Mm, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, you mentioned, um, you know, uh, just going back a few minutes there, you mentioned, you know, all the people that are still clinging to like, you know, the COVID uh, craziness uh, and other similar things. And also, you know, just mentioning, because it's of course an attack on humanity, uh, which basically this entire conversation of course has been about, um, uh, you know, the, um, uh, the LGBTQ, the trans thing, which is basically a trans, it's not its not a transgender thing, it's a transhumanist thing, we know that. Um, you've traveled to so many countries around the world, what countries maybe would surprise people that are like, you know, heavy into that stuff that you maybe, that, that would be kind of be shocking maybe, um, or what countries are shockingly very against that kind of stuff that are that kind of interesting, like, um, what, and, and even just Mexico where you're at right now, um, you know, do you see a lot of uh, transgender kind of stuff in Mexico, or are they yeah. big with that? <laughs> yeah. 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 They, they, well, but I'm also in Puerto Vallarta, which is one of the gayest cities in the world, but it's only because of one small neighborhood in Puerto Vallarta that is, that's actually gay. But okay. um, it, like, it's a huge city, but it's like this one little area that happens to have all the good restaurants. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, you know, it, there is definitely a lot of that. And it's a sight that I wish I could scrub out of my eyes. Uh, look, 
I, I've always said, I don't give a shit if someone does something as an adult, but it's mental illness. We have to understand it. People need to be bullied more in school. It's not that bullying is a good thing. It's, it's about awakening people and we need good parenting so that the people that get bullied don't go and kill themselves after. It's a multi-tiered thing. We need school systems. Well, we don't, we don't need government school systems. We need individuals that will teach kids rather yeah. than the school system, which will indoctrinate this, them with this kind of stuff. But um, around the world, I would have to say, like, first of all, statistically speaking even in canada most people are against the trans stuff most people the vast majority yes. of people yeah, yeah, but it's, it's been drilled yeah it's been drilled into our minds by the media to make it appear like it's more mainstream than it is oh, it's one of those things you don't yeah you don't want to go say it at the dinner table when you're having dinner with like uh, you know uh, uh, other relatives you don't want to go say it in the workplace because you don't want to oust yourself and be that person so you just say nothing and go along with it yeah, yeah. well and then trannies like uh constantly go around harassing people here in mexico uh -huh. like yeah i'll go to clubs with people and you know uh every now and then i'll because puerto Vallarta is such a great place to hang out and uh you know you know just catch a view of the ocean and watch the sunset and hang out with live music and you know i go to places with friends and there's like i've had a few occasions where i've had to throw punches because there's a tranny coming up to me like trying to grab me and like grab my cheek and say like i i it's amazing how far like they think because they're a dude I could see the fucking stubble, but as soon as they, <laughs> as soon as they like implant tits and, and, and make themselves up, like, uh, uh, -huh. uh, what's her name from the Drew Carey show. Everyone is supposed <laughs> to like, uh, just believe that they're a woman and I don't. And I don't, and if it was a woman, I wouldn't, I'm married. I don't want a woman coming up to me, groping me I, and grabbing me either. I'm so glad so, you just said that. I was, I love the Drew Carey show. I, I, I never really thought to call the, the majority of them Mimi. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, You're exactly. so right. You're so <laughs> And you know, and, and, and I, I feel bad for uh, her in real life because she's just being she's an actual woman compared to she's actually a really men. good comedian as well too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's true. She she knew she looked ugly on the show. That was the whole point. But yeah, yeah. um, you know, it look. I don't know if ever, anyone's ever seen that episode of The Simpsons where Homer invents a gun that shoots makeup in someone's face. Yes, uh, yes. That's basically yeah. what what it looks like. And and look, I don't. <laughs> again, people will get offended. I don't give a shit. Be offended. Um, that's your fault. Get a get a fucking life and fucking relax. It, it, the second they conscript you to the war, you'll be a dude again. So fucking relax and and you know uh, live your life in peace. But you know the thing yeah. is. Uh, you know, all over the world in France, you see a lot of the gay stuff. Um, but again, you also have a very big counter to it. So while the French president um, is a gay who um, is married to a, a, a tranny school teacher who um, molested him as a kid, um, you know, the, the most most of the country are against that stuff. They're a revolutionary country, much like the United States. Um, if you go to like most small towns in France, they don't buy this stuff. It's in the big cities because that's where they enslave the mind the most. Um, in, in London, they have a lot of that stuff, but you go up to Carlisle, England and good luck pushing that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Um, it's here in Mexico and Puerto Vallarta, but go to, you know, um, one of the small little towns in Mexico as a tranny, <laughs> like, uh, it would be fucked up, but it's, it's hilarious. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it, in Arizona, I was living in Arizona for quite a while and, um, uh, you know, I can't disclose the place, but it's a very wild West place. Um, Sweet. and 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 you know everyone would like they tie up horses <laughs> at the saloon and stuff really cool oh, place shit, everyone's carrying man. around guns and they go into the bars with guns even though it's awesome. illegal but uh, they still do it because they're like fuck the government and the owner there, doesn't give a shit <laughs> yeah and i once saw a tranny walk into a bar and start harassing people and grabbing people's ass and it was a, a male to female who was grabbing women's asses and 
like this person got punched in the face and and people acted like like this person acted and complained online claiming like they were harassed and a woman was beaten and a tranny was beaten and it was like a hate crime it's so ridiculous oh um in egypt though oh my goodness go to egypt and try that shit i i'd lived in egypt for a while i don't know a more um actually anti-semitic culture uh anti um everything other than islam and christianity culture that I, as, as far as what i've lived in outside of maybe mauritania which is, will cut your hand off if you shake a woman's hand but that's a uh, world apart from egypt uh egypt if, if you walked around as a tranny there you'd probably probably be arrested now i don't support people being arrested from it but i i'm trying to figure out which one i'd prefer uh, someone being arrested walking down the street as a tranny or them trying to indoctrinate children and and, and butcher six-year-olds. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah. like, maybe we shouldn't have a, an ordeal between one or the other, but I no think that I know which one I'd pick. Yeah, yeah, and, I hear you, man. Yeah, yeah. And it is a complete attack on the human spirit, the soul, the, 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 the very, you know... Yeah entity that is humanity and and to do that they it's civilizational collapse they have to do that to bring about civilizational collapse you know in china they banned womanly looking men on television while they're funding all this bullshit in the united states and canada which yeah. promotes this stuff yeah. because they're purposely weakening weakening us if we were at a party and there's a wolf say a wolf was in a, a suit and tie and he had a knife and fork and he he kept drizzling butter over your head and he's like we're gonna have a really good meal tonight and and you're like oh i can't wait and you actually go along with it like hello you're the one that's being fattened up to be eaten so again that's what they're doing and they the chinese are doing that to the u.s israel is doing that to the u.s they're a huge sponsor of a bunch of this tranny shit and um the, you know it's it's one of the multi-tiered ways that they destroy humanity by finance by uh morale um look look how rome fell look how Greece fell. And you know, it's interesting. <laughs> there we go from NPR. So if people call me a crazy person, that's like state run media that's saying that. Um, China bans effeminate men from TV. This is a real thing. And, you know, we, we have all these, uh, you know, big think tanks that are funding this kind of stuff in order to weaken us. Russia has military commercials where, you know, they're doing push-ups, and it looks like a military campaign from the Navy from, you know, 1985. It's like some hoorah stuff, and then you look at a Canadian military commercial, and what they're do you like, "What's going to happen there?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you think about what's like going to happen there? Like at this point, like you hear a lot of people uh, saying that basically, like you know, like that uh, that kind of war is over. Like Russia has already like done what they needed to do, got what they wanted to get, or whatever, and it's kind of just like I, I, I'm not even too sure. I would imagine you probably know far more than I. So what's your what's your take on where that yeah. sits now, and where's it going to be in like a year? Well, every domino leads to an, uh, hitting another domino when it falls. And that domino is a little bit bigger. And yeah, yeah. I mean, with the Russia-Ukraine thing, they're weakening uh, an area of the world to expand, cause more chaos. I mean, look, here's what's, here's what's inter interesting. Ukraine is a Khazari nation. Um, it's on the Black Sea. Across the Black Sea, you have Turkey. And then to the east, you have Iran. And you have right below that Mesopotamia, the the which is between two rivers, the Tigris and the Euphrates. And I've yep. been there. I've been at the end of it at Mount Nemrut. I've been to the sites here um, where they combine. And, you know, ne Mount, um, well, 
Mount Nemrod, you see the whole view of it. It's one of the most ancient places in the world. And the Euphrates River is the end point for the border for the Greater Israel Project, where Israel wants to expand its borders to. And then the other one is the Nile. And now they're building a new city in Egypt, uh, new Cairo, new administrating uh, administrative city. If anyone Googles or actually don't use that, don't use DuckDuckGo either. Use PreSearch, P-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Um, if you go there, you could. it's not censored. Um, huh, but if you huh. go there, you can uh, pre-search um, the, the term uh, Egyptian new administrative city. It's crazy. It, it's, it's already mostly built and that they're building a new Nile. So they're actually going to expand it past the Egyptian empire, almost into Libya, which was destabilized and destroyed by the U.S. And so then you have what they want is a, a massive Israeli state. Jordan is a cuck to Israel. They basically have been calling out Palestine lately, and it's a Muslim country. Shows who's really in charge here. And um, that then leads us to Turkey, which is saying they want to fight against um, against Israel. Iran wants to fight. Yemen wants to fight. All these countries that have been attacked and dragged through the mud so long want to fight. And so basically you have an empire. You have Khazarian, a Khazarian nation. And across the sea, you have the Israeli nation. And as they are flooding all the refugees out of these areas into Europe and into Canada and into the United States, and they're somehow into Mexico, they're coming up through Mexico right now, and it's absolute insanity. They're being are, are flown they over here. Are they staying in Mexico? <laughs> no, they're in northern Mexico, yes. But like they're suddenly showing up at the northern border of Mexico at the U.S. Like Chinese people, people from Syria, people yeah, from yeah, Nepal. Yeah. It's People insanity. from all through, all through Africa as well, too. Yeah. And uh, well, and right now, Israel announced a plan a couple days ago that they're going to flood Africa with migrants. This is Israel is going to flood. Class. Israel is going to flood Africa with migrants. Yeah, with Middle Eastern. Uh, and and by the way, a lot of is a lot of Africa is already Islamic. I mean, I've uh, the Islamic State of Mauritania and and Morocco sure. and other places. Um, but with that said, um, this is the move that's being made. So Russia is definitely going to win versus Ukraine, but it's a win, quote unquote. Again. Uh, Russia and, and Israel were some of the closest nations in the world until uh, Israel went into Gaza recently, and then Russia called it out and attacked them for it. Meanwhile, Russia was saying they're going after um, the Nazis in Ukraine, which included Zelensky, who is a Jew, which tells you that it doesn't matter if you're Jew or not. It, it, it like the ideology is it's a political ideology, right? And so you have this back and forth. None of it correlates. None of it makes sense. And it's not supposed to make sense because, again, you need an excuse to bring in a new world reserve currency. You need an yeah. excuse to shift from the the West to the East. And the West, like Europe today, which is part of the West, but it's part of the old West. If you go to Europe today, it's a giant outdoor museum because the, the good times have passed. They, they know that. They know the good times have passed, the best times. The Renaissance was years ago. If anyone ever wants to say that white people have never created anything, look at the Renaissance and classical music and all that. <laughs> and, 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 you know, one of the only ones that really stands out to me is the symbolism of Egypt right now, which is on the road between the, the East and the West. And mm. Egypt was one of the few countries, the few empires in history to not fall in war. They became a governorate um, in um, or attached to uh, ancient Rome, and then Rome stole their secrets, hid them in the Vatican, uh, took all the secrets from the uh, Library of Alexandria of ancient human history, hid it underground. It's also there under the dome in Israel, um, and it's under the Sphinx Paws and the Smithsonian. And we have ground-penetrating radar that, that goes into a whole other field here. But 
this is <laughs> symbolic. And, and I think Egypt is going to be a major part, a major player in how this moves next. Egyptians hate the U.S. government, by the way, mostly because they hate Hillary Clinton for what she did in Libya. And if you talk to anyone in um, in Egypt, for most people I talk to anyway, they were like huge Trump supporters. It was really strange. It was during the election in 2020. And, you know, in the U.S., they say Trump hates Muslims. You go to Muslim countries that were affected or close to countries that were affected by the Clintons or Obama, and yeah. they will tell you they love Trump because they are sick of being bombed. Mm-hmm. Though Trump did drop a lot of bombs, it was in specific places. And yeah. so, yeah. again... Um, you asked what happens tomorrow. I, so I, I'll, I'll refer people cause it's a long story. Cause I mean, it, it, what we're seeing 2024 is going to be the craziest fucking year in history. Just like 2023 yep. felt like just like 2022 and 2021 and 2020 felt Continue like, and hell, clip. I agree. Let's yep. throw 2019 out there. It was pretty crazy too, leading up to the whole thing. So <laughs> very true. Yes. <laughs> but it, it's only going to ramp up into 2030. And so, yes. um, I would say we need to, we will see, we don't want it, but we need it. It's going to happen because there's no way around it. So civilizational collapse. They're going to move into a power structure in uh, Shanghai, Beijing, Russia, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, places like United Arab Emirates, etc. And Israel is right between both of them. And it's convenient because Israel has always funded both sides of every war because that's what they do. So I think that with Russia and Ukraine, Russia is going to take over. We're going to see a, it's snowball in the Middle East. We're going to see Iran get heavily involved alongside Russia once so they take Ukraine. That ceasefire is going to that ceasefire is going to fail soon enough. You think? Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 <laughs> look, I mean, the Russian government, if they take uh, much more of Ukraine, they're going to be right up uh, alongside, basically, very close to Iran. Iran, which was again propped up by the U.S. in 1953, will be working yeah. with Russia and Syria and Iraq, and now with that Soleimani China, false right? flag, and China for sure, because that's BRICS. So yes. 6.6 billion people population are in. If you add up all the countries that plan or are thinking of joining BRICS, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is, uh, of course, uh, we're talking Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Now Saudi Arabia and U- UAE joined. Um, we know that Egypt is joining. We know that Ethiopia is joining and there's multiple other countries that plan to join. France is even thinking about that. Once France, uh, says that they want to join BRICS, that's the end of the Euro and the dollar. Um, once the UK ends up joining it, that's the end of all those things. And then you have a new political alliance run by China. Who is going to get all the credit there? Well, China was propped up by the U.S. in a way that created a monopoly for trade. And they have all these tariffs on the U.S. Well, the U.S. doesn't have any of these tariffs on them. And that allows for this to essentially create a global umbrella that is like what we saw with the U.S., but it's a new world order in a new way. It is a global technocracy. That's the reset. That's why Klaus Schwab says that he wanted to see or that the role model for the Great Reset was indeed China. That's why all these people are meeting with China. That's why Gavin Newsom's meeting with them. That's why Janet Yellen's meeting with them. That's why they're purposely printing all this currency, bringing up the interest rates, purposely collapsing their own currency because then they're forced into this new system. And guess what? Mexico is likely going to join BRICS. I almost promise it. And that means right on the U.S. border, one of the biggest borders Mm -hmm, in the world, mm -hmm, you're mm going to have um, a BRICS country. So, and Trudeau loves uh, China. He, he, I I can't even imagine the taste that is left in his mouth when he leaves um, Xi Jinping's bedside. I don't want to know, honestly. 
Yeah, no doubt. I, I agree 100%. Uh, yeah, you just basically took that idea just right out of my mouth. I was just going to say, you know, uh, what Canada's no, probably going to be one on one to be on that list as well, too. But unlike out of Trudeau's mouth, which is a totally <laughs> different different thing in his mouth. But, you know, <laughs> sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Well, just ask his just Boy. ask his ex-wife. She'll tell you all about it. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, I, I can she imagine. Could, she couldn't run fast enough. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's like the only just... first lady that's not a tranny, too. Uh, still a despicable person. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, okay, let's let's rewind a little bit back to like Europe. I love how you mentioned inside of uh, you know going over the you know like the geopolitics of everything that's happening there. Um, that, you know, that Europe kind of knows it sort of had its day. The Renaissance is long over. We yeah. just had Christine Anderson here from uh, from Germany. Um, she's part of the EU Commission from Germany. Um, we just had her here in Winnipeg uh, just uh, about a month or so ago, um, and uh, you know she became very well known to you know sort of. Uh, uh, freedom-loving Canadians when she basically told Trudeau, like, hey, you know, fuck off, don't even come here. Like, we don't want to hear from you. We don't want to talk to you. You're treating your own, you know, uh, you know, uh, your own citizens like shit. So just get out of here. Uh, it was great to have her here. But um, with that being said, um, you know, let's just quickly touch, because we've really, I think, done an incredible job so far of going over certainly everything that I've uh, had, uh, like, uh, that I've wanted to talk about. And Solving all the world's the, problems. Absolutely, 100%. And certainly all of, the, like, some of the biggest stories that I'm, you know, really been now uh, watching yeah. evolve in the last little bit. And that would, of course, include uh, this one right here. And I will use your own report, uh, actually, to uh, just go uh, put it up on screen right there. What uh, What's happening in Germany? And we've seen this happen throughout Europe. It seems like, uh, you know, well, Germany, I'm not sorry, not Germany, throughout Europe, throughout Europe, you know, they did pretty good at, you know, getting some big rallies out there, getting some big numbers together during the lockdowns and stuff like that. But certainly a lot of European countries have been, and I guess this is just because they've chosen, like the globalists have chosen Europe to start with their whole attack on farming as a part of, of course, the Agenda 2030 uh, situation. Um, and, you know, their attack on agriculture seems to have really started it with a heavy hand in Europe. But my gosh, have the, have the European farmers, because what, it was, um, it was Denmark already. I think there's been a few countries yeah. in just the last just few years. Um, I think France at one point might have even been one of them. And um, yeah, where the farmers have done what they're doing in Germany right now, it seems like Germany might have the the largest example of this situation. Uh, but tra yeah, like tractors for miles. What do you think? Well, they took a lot of, of that from, uh, you know, yes. out of inspiration from Canada and the truckers. Yes. And, you know, um, first of all, I want to point out that they have been cracking down so hard in Europe. And uh, this has gone on for many years. It's really coming yeah. to a point of no return right now. Um, I want to say because in 2021, I was uh, I was in Europe covering the, the vaccine uh, mandate protests. And in Milan, I saw 50,000 people in the street. I saw politicians slapped in the face, spit on and pushed to the ground, which is amazing. By the way, I don't, I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying <laughs> Canada didn't do that. But uh, uh, then I, I saw in like the Netherlands, I was in Amsterdam. Well, at least and, they could find their politicians. Ours yeah. all ran and hid. <laughs> yeah, and then beat up reporters. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's the other way around, unfortunately. But um, yeah, in the Netherlands, I saw 250,000 people in the street. Biggest protest in the history of the Netherlands. Um, and it was, wow. it, it brings a tear to your eye when you see something like that. It was just yeah. an amazing, Paris, Paris kind of sucked, I, but I always go to Paris at the wrong time when they were protesting and they teeter off. But, um, out of all that though, <clears throat> I saw this resilience that I, you know, I'm a big gun supporter, but no one ever uses them in the countries where they, they have them. And then the people that don't have them somehow managed to shoot manure into the windows of politicians. And, you know, it, it's just a totally different atmosphere because they, there's a culture of protest. I mean, it's the, the national pastime in France. If you ask anyone, 
hey, you go to any pub, you go to any restaurant, you talk to anyone in France, they'll all tell you it's a national pastime. Um, so they're used to protests. In the Netherlands, though, this is a big one because they were going after the farmers in a way that we've never seen anywhere in the world. They wanted to get rid of first 30, later 50% of all farms in order to stop uh, yes. nitrogen Yes. pollution as they call it which is nonsense yes. and it's the second top agricultural exporter country in the world and you wouldn't yeah. think that it's a small country but it is and they try bringing that here to canada and it will be well i don't even want to say well they've already signed on to it in canada and they yeah, got, john Kerry signed on to it in the u.s and you know the yeah. thing is that they've done it in ireland we've seen tractor protests in ireland belgium the netherlands germany um we've seen it in france um we saw it to some degree in portugal and um well it does go Spain. further than the nitrogen too right like do they not i'm not sure if this is uh, exactly what's happening in germany i think it was true for the netherlands and maybe one or two other countries where they're well, telling them like you know what fuel to use what tractors they can use like and fertilizer uh, like fertilizer seed the whole bit like it is a total total takeover total like we have full control it's what monsanto has been doing basically to farmers for years yeah and we, we, we protested against that a decade ago well, and, and they're not, it's, it's also just coming down to straight up farming, because if you look at John Kerry, he claimed that the, the crops are getting destroyed worldwide and it's going to destroy the yep. supply chain yeah. because of global warming. Yeah. And then he says, um, but farms are the biggest cause of global warming, so we need to get rid of farms. And it's like, it's, it's, it's insanity. But and of course, this is largely to, 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 to cause more death, right? Like the amount right. of like famine that they have already caused in Africa because of everything that's happened to the world supply chain over the last like three, four years. Yeah. And this is just going to spread around the entire world especially with this further attack on everything that is farming and agriculture where basically yeah you're just it's, it's just a death sentence it, it's a death sentence for, uh, for the third world first and then it just moves beyond well and then the regulations that have come in on the truckers in all in canada yeah, and in california yeah, yeah. they are going after fuel they're going after fertilizer they're going after chickens they're going after they're claiming yes. every chicken has a disease when they don't they um are there's they're burning down factories they're crashing planes into the general mills factory they're uh -huh, um yeah flooding baby food places, which by the way, people shouldn't be eating that formula or baby shouldn't be eating that formula anyway. But yeah, yeah, the yeah. idea that by the way, infant, uh, or whatever it's called. Yeah, um, yeah, it, yeah. so it, it's one of the biggest companies that was making this stuff that's made in the U S you mm -hmm. couldn't find it in the U S but here in Mexico, they had a huge amount and it was all shipped from the same places in the U S which kind of tells you it's manufactured. When we saw the, the shortages in the beginning of 2020, we found out the government was creating huge warehouses and building massive warehouses, including on Bezos property, Amazon property, and filling it with all the stuff that there's shortages of so that there would be shortages. There, Mexico said no to the climate accord with the U.S. And, and Canada and the NAFTA highway. So what happened next? Well, suddenly all of their oil refiners, three of them in one hour blew up in Mexico. And then a, month, a couple months later, you get a uh, massive hurricane that hit here in Puerto Vallarta, which was absolutely awful. Part of my ceiling came in. Um, and then uh, a, a, like a week and a half later, Acapulco gets hit by one of the biggest hurricanes to ever hit anyone on earth both of them are going the opposite way and then suddenly take a u-turn turn into category fours and fives respectively and hit us directly in the center of the cities absolute nonsense i saw the chem trailing i saw the weather modification that day when it hit here in puerto vallarta and it, it destroyed countless businesses ruined countless lives killed a lot of people it was absolutely terrifying i'm sheltering in here as this is happening and then a couple of days later, it hits Cabo. And then we have these earthquakes in California at the same time as we have hurricanes. We had the fires in Maui. 
This is yep. all part yep. of the same agenda. And they want us eating bugs. They want us eating parasites. They want us having uh, rations on a carbon credit score attached to a CBDC, which we can only touch if we are nice and our, if our social media history is good enough. And by the way, before anyone thinks maybe I can sneak through that and comply under the shadows, the government knows everything about you already. They know every link you've clicked. They know everything you've said to anyone ever online. You're already screwed. Don't fall for the compliance thing. Uh, stand for yourself today or you're going to lose it later. But in, in places like Europe, they're going hard against this. There are false flag attacks on the Nord Stream, the destruction of the Crimean Bridge, mm. the, 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 the shipment of Asia to Europe goods and foods through the Red Sea, which mm. there's been countless false flags attacking all these ships. And now they're being rerouted. It's doubled the price. By the way, it's 50, it, it's, it's 100% more expensive right now for stuff shipped from Asia to Europe. And where is most stuff made? Asia. So again, um, this is, you add in inflation, you add in the mRNA that they're finding traces of, and actually I should say mod RNA that they're finding traces of that go through, that survive digestion um, mm -hmm. in the grocery stores. Mm -hmm. um, the pink slime that has come back, by the way, no one's talking about it. it. No one even knows. People are outraged 10 years ago or 15 years ago when that was a thing. Now yep. it's everywhere again in ground beef and no one cares. Oh, um, you have bugs in the food hidden in the ingredients. You have, of yep. course, yep. all these different things that are creating an environment of, um, un you know, unstable individualism that will fall into collectivism. And then the enslavement mm -hmm. comes as mommy and daddy government come and, and save you from the problems they created in the first place. Hegelian dialectic, problem, yep. reaction, solution, repeat. And, you know, you had a great song years ago called Hegelian dialectic, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh -huh decades ago. So, you know, th this is a real thing that's affecting us right now. And if once we starve and once we can't access our money in the bank, it all comes down. We have uh, mm -hmm. the lack of morale and trans kids and transhumanism and world war and civil war, which is certain to happen with the elections in 2024 in the United States, um, the taking of the guns, the destruction of the food supply, the poisoning of the well. We are in for a very negative time with positive consequences long term. Yep. If we know this today and we prepare today, but anyway, I'm just yep. rambling. So I'll send it back to you. <laughs> yeah. no, no, hey man, I love it. Uh, that's all good. Um, one of my favorite kind of, uh, you know, broadcast to host is where, you know, you just ask the question and then just sit back. <laughs> so you, you mean wait, when wait. you ask me a question, I, I, you don't want me to just be like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's, that's yes. torture, man. Torture. No, and, and no, no, even, and even better. And of course, yeah. And of course, you know, all too well. Right. So even better. No. And, and like in one answer, all, all kinds of other great other little questions are all answered along the way as well, too. So, I mean, that's just yeah. that's just the best. Um, No, I, 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 I'm pretty much ready. I, we can start to kind of, I guess, wrap things up. We were sure. live for about an hour and a half. Um, And um, yeah, like, I like, guess, you know, like you just mentioned, you know, yeah, 2024, absolutely going to be another completely insane year and crazier than the last few. That's for sure. It just continues to ramp up. Um, so just because of that, um, we're going to have to just simply make the mention of it being a largely in part, especially, well, the incentive that we're going to see, I don't want to say worldwide, but certainly, of course, here in North America is going to have everything to do with the U.S. election. Um, what, what, what's your take on that? I know it's mostly garbage. We can, re, we, re, we can only spend 30 seconds on that. I understand. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. The, the, uh, what do you think about what they are doing to Trump um, as, as illegal as it does seem? And what do you think of Vivek? 
It's all been rigged. It always has been rigged. Vivek was a pharma yep. bro yep. and called for vaccines in 2022 yep. and uh, plagiarizes Obama. He says a lot of things that I like, but it doesn't matter because just because someone says something that you like, like yep. I love uh, Trump calling Hillary Clinton a criminal and saying she should, she should go to jail, but he also yep. called for the injection of children. You know, it, at the end of the day, it's the same old, same old. Um, RFK Jr. was great until he su started sucking Rabbi Shmuley and Israel's dick to an extent that is just incomparable. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, then soon after, it turns out he was on Epstein's list. Uh, again, we're on his Jeez. plane anyway. Um, it's it's all bullshit. All these all these things are based in absolute um, uh, in an absolute psyop. Uh, it, you know, the elections, I, if you, if people want to see a good video on the elections, cause I knew I had to do something on it. I posted a video about an hour before this broadcast started on my channel over on rumble world alternative media, where you can find that where it goes in for 25 minutes on the subject so that you don't have to hear me talking about it now, because honestly, I, 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 I despise it. It's just, it's, it's the election. It is always rigged. It always has been rigged. It wasn't just Trump where it was rigged. It was all the ones before that. They probably rigged it in 2020, except for they didn't rig it enough. You know, it's all the same old, same old. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I mean, and I think that Trump is legitimately believes what he says. I just don't think he has any power as just one old man to overthrow a global establishment that has existed since before the Bible. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't put as much faith in, in him. I put faith in Jesus and I, I put faith in God and I put faith in, um, you know, this all coming to fruition and then uh, snowballing into something good later. But at the end of the day, and Trump recently said that he was sent by God to be president. My goodness. Oh talk about not reading the room just don't ever <laughs> never say that god sent you to do anything my friends except for be yourself and be what you are because that yeah. is just not good optics for no. anyone if, no. whether you're christian or atheist really an atheist doesn't like that a christian doesn't like that just don't say those things but uh yeah i mean you no know, it's call. all bullshit it's, a, it's just a rigged uh show and people should uh interact voluntarily support themselves their neighbor as individuals individually not collectively shake hands support the free market uh give the best product for the best price and watch how the world regulates itself without a state which is an organized crime racket um which is complete with their own church it's called the government building with their own um, you know, uh, Sunday school, it's called the public school system with its own, uh, cross, but it's a flag with its own, um, you know, hell, which is those of us that dare to speak out against it. And, yes, you yes. know, and it's intrinsically a satanic organization meant to enslave the masses. So we throw away the, the individualism and the humanity that God gave us to depend on a head. Um, remember what it said when, uh, they shouted in the streets, King of Kings, King of Kings, uh, Jesus looked down from the cliffside and uh, he got a tap on the shoulder and he looks to his side and Satan is standing there and he says, uh, you could be king. You can, you can, you can rule. They love you. And Jesus said, get behind the Satan. None but the Lord shall receive worship. Maybe we should take a tip and, and, you know, go back to that teaching and be a rugged individualist, plant your own, grow your own, support yourself, find yourself outside of the sphere of government money and centralized authority and decentralize and build. And you'll find if you've ever watched Little House in the Prairie, by the way, it's literally a book about how to do that without government. When I think they mentioned government once or twice on what, 100 plus episodes of that show, 200 plus episodes. Again, hmm. the idea is to be an individualist um, in, in the eyes of God and be be ruled by God, but we're given responsibility on our shoulders and we got to use it. And that's not going to be a collective thing. We can come together and unite as individuals, but we cannot be force united under a rule of law that is dictated by a majority over the minority. Because then myself and my neighbor can go to my other neighbor and demand they, they fix my kitchen counters because three, two versus one bitch, you know? So again, it, we, cannot, 
that's democracy and that's a republic too because a republic a constitutional republic in itself you can amend you can look at the law of nations and look how you can uh, withdraw any of those rules at any point and create the same kind of system which then turns into a democracy much like rome much like the united states government i did a documentary in rome several years ago um called uh and the the fall of empires uh, from rome to um the u.s I believe that's what it's called. I don't know the name of my own documentary, but it's on uh, <laughs> it's on YouTube, but it's also on Rumble and uh, BitChute and stuff. And um, it it talks about the exact similarities from a king that's overthrown to a constitutional republic to um, uh, you know uh, a dictator to an emperor. And this is exactly where we're at. And we already have an empire. We just don't know it. It's not called that. And eventually, it will fall and will be replaced by people. Good times create weak men, weak men create hard times. Hard times create strong men, strong men create good times. We are between weak men and hard times. And my goodness, it'll be yeah. hard. But you can thank God that it, it won't last that long because it can't last that long. Because in one generation, will it'll be enough to wake up, grow, build, and reject the old system. And we'll all be telling our grandkids about this crazy time. And they'll make movies about it. And it'll be a great entertainment spectacle later on so at least there's something good that can come out of it oh man i was i was almost gonna say i want a part in that movie but you know no yeah. probably not I'm, I'm hoping i'll just be too old and not give a shit about anything at that point um <laughs> you know the old old grumpy man on a rocking chair hope no actually hopefully on a dock with a fishing pole actually i'll just, just leave it at that you'll um, be like david ike being like for 35 years i've been telling you and g ever griffin for 65 years i've been telling you and and you damn whippersnappers you just have to keep repeating the same thing over and over again but you know uh -huh. well i did feel a little bit like that over the last few years here but uh yeah 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 uh, hopefully i don't actually have to sound like that at like 75 years old i want to just be able to just focus on whatever the weather is like that day <laughs> it'll be weather alternative media yes yes yeah i'll be straight boring by then and i'll be really happy about it um well, today anyway, there's a cloud yes yeah there's no more chemtrails in the sky now that yeah. we have won the revolution yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so look at that that fucking awesome cloud i mean it's it's slowly it's moving westward i think I'll film live. I'm going to film this live for an hour. <laughs> I think I'm going to lay in the grass and look yep. at the sky. Yep. It reminds me of my childhood before things went bad, but now it's all back to normal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, that, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. I can't wait to run that platform. Um, <laughs> anyhow, um, you know, one of the things I did want to touch on this broadcast, but I think we'll just kind of leave it. Right? I, we, in, in so many ways, you've touched on it anyhow. Um, it's just in so many of your travels, you've, did, you've done a lot of great research and a lot of great... Um, um, what should I say, I guess, uh, reporting on, uh, you know, ancient mysteries and so on and so forth. And, you know, ancient conspiracies and how, how those all kind of get raveled together, which is really just a great sort of uh, look and research into just history, really. Yeah. Um, world history, history of certain cultures, countries, so on and so forth. Uh, I love that absolutely to death. So I wanted to kind of touch on just sort of your work there and what some of like, you know, your, your favorite points were. But, you know, um, as I had mentioned to you backstage, and as hopefully some of my audience watching now should remember, um, that uh, as the new thing for Wham here, and especially just me as a presenter, because we do have other presenters, um, you know, is going to be kind of delving into a lot of those kinds of things, you know, the paranormal, extraterrestrial, so on and so forth. Uh, you know, again, like I mentioned uh, backstage and to my audience this past Tuesday, picking up uh, largely from where Art Bell left off, uh, one of my great um, influences. And, um, you know, with that being said, um, you know, and, I, and of course, because I also wanted to mention before this was over that shoot, 
I don't think we had done anything like this since shortly after I got arrested. So it's been a couple of years. We certainly can't leave it that long. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just try to have you back sometime sooner than later to go do a specific broadcast where we delve into all the sort of like ancient mystery, mystery ancient kind of conspiracy. Yeah, stuff. Todd, you know, I, I could just refer people to, um, and actually right now, I can't say much about it, but it's interesting because I've gotten the ear of David Icke on this one big time. And on my Twitter, at World Alt Media, um, I have a, a, a thread that's going viral right now. Uh, regarding underground cities and tunnel systems that oh yeah, I wanted you to Black mention sea, this. Yes. Yeah, from the Black Sea to uh, Israel through to Jordan and to Egypt, uh, and I've explored all of them, a lot of them underground, not all of them. I, if I explored the ones in uh, Israel, I'd be dead right now. But uh, th- there's th- there's a lot on that, so I, I I urge people to you know anticipate more coming out about that. I did a documentary that I never released in 2019 because in one of these underground cities, one of 250 in uh, in, in Turkey, that are all verifiably connected 18 floors down fit 20,000 people and it never caved in during construction insane place you have to be a shapeshifter to move around there you know i'm on my chest with the uh, with my um, back to the top of the tunnel and it's this wide and i'm clawing through for 25 minutes through this tiny hole and wow. i get to the end and uh, and I, ca- I had a camera guy with me at the time it was amazing i fell out of my hands into this room and i had to be careful because there are places in this tunnel where you could fall as much as 18 floors down a tunnel Oof. so i didn't know unless i felt the ground that i was actually rolling up his pitch black onto ground I get in there and it's the only way into this room. And suddenly there's two and a half foot stairs with a giant archway in there. You have to be like a shapeshifter to, to be in there. And then there's tunnels this big, like uh, about twice the size of a quarter um, that are going back and forth and perfectly precision cut going deep into the bedrock. It's a really crazy place. Daring wow. Kuyu is the name of it. And um, if you, if people want to reference some of these things now on the World Alternative Media YouTube page, which had 155,000 subscribers, it was taken down in October 2020, proudly, except for they took down my damn documentaries. So I have a lot of them reposted. Uh, Karahan Tepe, one of the oldest sites in the world, and um, the Great Pyramid of Giza, the, the Osiris Shaft, one of the one of the most rarest seen, almost never before seen tunnels in the world between the Sphinx and the Great Pyramid. You'd think people would know about it. It's insane. There's wow. human bones down there. There's It was flooded out. There's archways leading to other tunnels. No one knows about this stuff. You can find it on um, my channel, Ancient Wonders, as well as my YouTube channel, Josh Sigurdsson. So those are both on YouTube, Ancient Wonders and Josh Sigurdsson. I was posting for a while on my backup channel, um, but my videos kept getting taken down anyway. So I needed another channel that was just based on ancient stuff. So it's called Ancient Wonders. My face is the image on it. Um, A lot of people are trying to steal my name on there, but... um, you can subscribe there. I'll be posting more of the old stuff. I have 37 documentaries on ancient civilizations and they're all like well-edited, glossy looking places. I have my documentary from the reshot structure. Um, I was the first person in the world to go to the reshot structure and, and film it. Um, and that was in 2019. Now it's super famous. Joe Rogan was mentioning me on, on multiple episodes of his show. Really cool exposure. Had a Netflix documentary where I was into, or not Netflix, uh, National Geographic documentary, which is also on uh, Hulu and HBO and other things where uh, they've interviewed me for these issues. Really cool stuff. I highly recommend people go and check out the documentary, check out the channel. Yeah, that's it. Ancient Wonders. Um, And I'm going to be uploading a bunch of my older stuff soon. An exclusive for that channel would be the Bent Pyramid video, which is insane. And my interview with Jimmy Corsetti from... Uh, the channel Bright Insight, which has about 2 million uh, subscribers on YouTube. He does amazing work and was a guy who exposed me to the reshot structure, which people believe was the original site of Atlantis in the Sahara Desert. So again, um, 
you could find all that stuff there. You could find Joe Rogan gasping and calling me crazy um, <laughs> in that video. And it, it's it's just it's my passion. And if it weren't for the COVID bullshit, I would be deep and thick in, in the thick of it, um, you know, with these documentaries more so. But anyway, um, yeah, lots of stuff out there. That is so cool, man. The next time I have you back, it'll be probably, I want to just like, we'll just talk about just that kind of stuff. Cause I just, yeah, that's, that's just awesome. I'm well, it tells us know. everything we need to know about what's happening today in ancient yeah. times. It's just repeating yes. and it's, it's, it's spiritual yes. and it's uh, ritualistic as well. So we just have to yeah. understand the past and know the future. Well said. No, I couldn't agree more. So the, yeah, there's like a whole other broadcast in that for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, Josh, man, man, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm even just kind of even blown away by just everything that was just discussed here. And even just that ending right there, because that stuff that about ancient mysteries like that, that just, that sent a bit of like a shiver up the spine. I just really, that's exciting stuff. And uh, yeah. just great job on really being able to sink your teeth into that and present some extremely good work to the world. That's amazing. So, um, you know, uh, don't be a stranger. We'll try to have you back sooner than later, of course, but we, we, we need you out there doing more of that incredible work and you know exploring ancient mysteries and stuff like that so it's good that you're very very busy and of course as we know as we said multiple times here throughout the last hour and a half or so um 2024 uh you know this year is going to be just bat shit freaking crazy so uh yeah i know i want to wear gloves and a mask for it <laughs> two masks you know you need the n95 uh yeah, or you can go yeah. full, you can go full respirator make sure it has uh, lots of ethylene oxide in it just to make yes. sure to get that cancer and that that yes that dna destruction and yes. you know that's perfect yes. Beautiful. and you and you absolutely actually you really 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 do need it when you are driving in a vehicle by yourself you like that's oh. when you need it the most so, I, I I wear water rings when i eat soup i wear a condom yeah. when i drive why would i wear a mask Ex- yes you never know course. what's gonna happen I, I really should be wearing all three like all the time. I'm 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 in danger right now. Actually, I mean I don't I do not have water wings and a condom or on. So this is yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. I'm risking shit, people. But I guess we're all used to that. Um, no, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here, man. Thank you so much for making the time to uh, you know to be on the broadcast and to go you know well over an hour and just uh, uh, really uh, just you know just talk. It's great to it's, it's honestly. Um, you know, I, I, I get why, uh, you know, you probably have some really, really, really um, dedicated audience members because it's just a pleasure to listen to you just discuss. Um, you know, it's it's fun to listen to you talk and you're very well spoken. So, hey, you as well, Todd. And it's always good to uh, join you. And it's been a while. It shouldn't be so long next time. <laughs> Prairie Truth number 279. So, hey, call me up sometime. I know I'm almost impossible to get a hold of. That's my bad. And I'll try to be more easily available next time. But uh, really appreciate it. Sounds good, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe somebody you know here from Winnipeg, a Ryan Moss. <laughs> yeah, I will say hi to my dad for you, Ryan. Uh, good to good to see you on there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. There's a lot of people that uh, I think from Facebook and and it mostly, but uh, my oh, father yeah. has uh, basically adopted all my Facebook friends and added all of them, and now uh, they all know him. And he's a bit more popular than me at this point. So, well, you know what? I was gonna say. I think I might have even ran into him. Did he come to a couple of the rallies over the last few years here in Winnipeg? I think maybe. Oh, uh, I can't I, remember. I'm like so like I, I I we went to there's so many things that happened in Winnipeg way back when that I just can't remember. It's just like it's like I'm Joe Biden in my Winnipeg years. I can't. It's I have yeah. a hard time. With well, it. I don't know. Uh, you know, say hi to your dad for me as well too. I mean, I always enjoyed uh, talking with the man. Uh, great guy your father is, and of course, say hello to your wonderful wife as well too. I hope she's doing well. Awesome, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Okay, well, Josh, um, again, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Um, you know, uh, all the best. Of course, tell people where they can find all of your work, every single platform that you're on, so people can go find it all. Okay, yeah, you can find me on um, band.video. Um, I'm on Rumble, BitChute, Odyssey, 
uh, Rockfin, Brighteon, which is Mike Adams' network, though I have problems getting it up there sometimes. But it's uh, World Alternative Media and Telegram World Alternative Media. And finally, last but not least, uh, X slash Twitter. You can find World Alternative Media, which um, I, I, I don't trust the platform. I think it's a trap for centralized banking and, and a new WeChat of, uh, uh, you know, in a new age. It's mm. like reeling us in. But with that said, that's a conversation for another time. It is still really good to reach people on there. And there is the ability now to reach a lot more people on there since recent happenings. So I urge people to ch- check out World Alt Media on X and Twitter um, and find us there. We are blowing up suddenly and i have only a few people really to thank there's a, a couple people that with, with big accounts that have shared us recently nice. and has allowed us to get that message of truth out so i i appreciate everyone that goes and follows us on there and we post every single day um and that's why i'm i've aged about 20 years since we started wham 10 years ago so yeah uh, well I'm, I'm all that traveling as well too of course right like 31 countries in like you know a pretty short span of time that that'll that'll, that'll shave a couple years off perhaps Dude, well, i feel like it? i feel like hans Moleman on the simpsons he's like i'm 29 years old yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> people are like uh, you're about 40 right i'm like oh thanks yeah you're about uh, 11 years off but yeah thanks <laughs> Uh, well, you, I would say you still wear it well with all of the, you know, all of the knowledge, all the experience, right? So, you know, yeah. hey, men it, age gracefully. Like, thank God for that. Well, yeah, it's almost like you know, you could, say, you could say like, you know, like you know, thirty going on sixty as far as like you know, all the experience and knowledge goes or whatever. Fine wine, they that. call it. Yeah. Yes. But I, yeah, yes. We'll Imagine how much you'll know when you actually are sixty. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't even want to know. <laughs> you need a second brain to keep all that shit. I already don't want to know all the things that I know. So it's like you'll be, well, you'll, sure you'll be you able feel. to you'll be able to download and re re upload your your thoughts and memories at that point. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll be so, the first so. on that train. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be making room. You know, whatever yeah, you need. Yeah. Uh, anyways, of course, uh, once again, Josh, thank you so much. It's been an absolute blast. And uh, of course, we'll try our de- we'll try our damnedest to get you back uh, sometime sooner than later. Sometime throughout the calendar year of 2024, we'll try to get you back. Um, safe travels, man. All the best to you and yours. God bless. Take care, man. Thank you so much for being here. God bless. All right, everybody. Well, that will wrap it up for my my first interview of the new year. And really, I'm going to go ahead and say, even though there were some really good ones to wrap up the, uh, you know, 2023, I'm going to say no, that was certainly my favorite and probably one of the best and, 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 and really... Hopefully, you know, this traveled around a little bit as well, too, but certainly one of the largest and best uh, interviews that I think um, I've had here on the platform in, in quite a little while, actually, with just the amount of just sheer information, uh, you know, that uh, that Josh can just really um, get out in in a way where it's almost like he's, he's, he's given like, you know, the mainstream media, like losers that have to go like all to have to practice and, you know, you know, practice their speech and practice their cadence and practice their, you know, how they deliver. Yeah. Well, of course, a lot of that is actually neurolinguistic programming. Uh, but uh, shoot, he puts them to shame, uh, you know, um, what he can deliver and how like it's, you know, the key points are all there without any of the fluff. Boom, boom, boom. Go figure. eh? Wow. That's you figure that's journalism. <laughs> Not so much when you take a look around like almost freaking anywhere else. Uh, but there we go. Let's go ahead and say it right there. There's a, never mind that it's an independent journalist. Just there's a real journalist. It was a, actually goes to places, hard to get to places, and then reports on only just with the reality of what he experienced and what he saw. And then can do so without like 10 hours of bullshit. <laughs> Succinct, you know, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um. 
I will say that hopefully, as I will kind of wrap this up now and get my own ass out of here, um, uh, hopefully we will have the 13th Hour Boys again with another weekly wrap-up broadcast this Saturday. That should hopefully be a go. Um, so stay tuned for that. And then, of course, uh, yeah, myself, I'll be back next week um, with two broadcasts again. Um, most likely the Tuesday. And then, of course, yes, Thursday is always Prairie Truth. But um, sometime in the next just couple days, I will have to, you know, iron out and 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 schedule exactly how this new series of broadcasts is going to go when we are going to be talking about the paranormal and extraterrestrials and things like quantum mechanics and quantum physics and time control and time travel. And, oh, shoot, I don't care. Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster and and and, and tunnels under, you know, like Josh was talking about, and tunnels, Jewish tunnels, Jewish tunnels in New York. All of that. We're getting into all of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The shadow people, the ghosts, the whatever. I don't care. We're getting into all of it. So that'll be coming at you again next week as well, too. And, of course, with another Prairie Truth broadcast in one week from today. Oh, do I really have to go do all the rest of the shopkeeping? Yes, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, yes. So, um, you know, please help out independent media. You want to see more content like this? You want to go see more uh, reports? You want to go see more great interviews? You want to go see us more out on the streets and trying to cover li live events and such? Then any little bit helps support independent media. You can just e-transfer to winnipegaltmedia.gmail.com. You can go to the website, wham.live, and go hit the donate button. So, of course, yes, our home. Lots and lots and lots of new content up there, like I was promising everybody on Tuesday. Tons of new content up on wham.live and even tons more to come, including all the great new stuff from Marty Gold and the great Canadian talk show. So there we go go wham.live and of course if you're watching on facebook or x right now you really shouldn't be you just shouldn't be you've done something wrong give yourself a slap somewhere the face the wrist i don't care you can't be your ass you can't slap yourself in the ass that's no 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 spanking yourself sorry <clears throat> face or wrist <laughs> but yeah you because you need to join us on rumble okay that's just yeah yeah that's where you should be um, of course, you can join us on Instagram and on X with the handle at WPG Alt Media. You can join us on Telegram as well, 2t.me backslash whamchat, and email any of your questions, concerns, and especially stories, things you want to see us cover, things you want to see us talk about, things you want us to look at, and if you want to help us with anything as well, too, you want to volunteer in any one way, shape, or form, then email us, WPGAltMedia at ProtonMail.com. Now, that officially does it for me. I'm out of here, everybody. Have a great rest of your Thursday night, and I will be seeing you again sometime in the next just few days, everybody. Tommy Dugo signing off from Winnipeg Alternative Media. This is, and always has been, and always will be, and, I, and started over a decade ago with that man, Josh Sigurdsson. Your prairie truth.